1: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this is sports radio 670 the score and 670 the score.com chicago's sports station
2: i think we saw with so many young players we saw growth progress and we need to continue that on so it's got to be that mentality that we're, we have to get better, and our veterans have to get better, our m- mid-range players in age have to get better. We talk a lot about the the growth and development of young players, and that's true because they haven't established themselves yet. But even even the experienced players, they they all need to keep pushing to improve themselves. And I think that's something that Jeremy and his staff have embraced, you know, wholeheartedly.
3: Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. That was Stan Bowman yesterday, and we are delighted to welcome in Jeremy Colleton. He joins us on the Alp Nissan hotline, Alpamani pamani Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or APNissan.com. Jeremy, good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning, guys. I'm doing well, thanks.
3: Well, we're delighted to talk to you. Um, very curious, when when you hear Stan Bowman uh, say that, and, um, you know, there is a we-have-to-get-better mentality. You guys had done a really good job um, of of finishing strong up to this year, and obviously not finishing strong, you wind up with a losing record. Is this season, um, do you, when you look back on it, do you feel like a sense of accomplishment that a lot of good things happen in terms of uh, building toward the future?
2: Yeah, well, I think we moved it ahead, and, and that's uh, going into it we we knew that we were going to play a lot of young guys and we're going to give them a lot of opportunity and and the challenge was to to help them you know play in the league and you know you know that that adjustment and then obviously help as many of them uh, be able to to fill larger roles as the season went on as possible and I think uh, you know a lot of them a lot of them did we, we relied on our rookies and our our second third fourth year pros to, to play huge minutes for us and uh you know i think we we played very very well for you know kind of the first two three months you know kind of after that florida trip we got it going and um we had trouble sustaining that level near the end but that's that's something we can learn from too and uh whether that's the push in our summer training to train just a little bit harder, to do more than is comfortable, or you just going through that grind of a season. I mean, it was a 56-game season, but it was a it was probably more of a grind than ever as far as the schedule. And having that experience, hopefully we can sustain our peak level of play for longer and for more of the year.
4: 14 nine and 5 is the way you started this season, Jeremy, and you raised a lot of expectations for people that didn't really maybe expect much this year from the Blackhawks, but you finished 10-16-2 and, and you referenced that. And, and I wonder, what is the best, easiest explanation? Be, it, yeah, you do have young players, but they played at a level in the first half that made you think they were capable of sustaining that. Why didn't they?
2: Well, I think part of it was the schedule. We had, we had a different schedule in the beginning. We played a lot more Detroit and, and Columbus and even Dallas. They, they probably didn't have it going quite yet. I think when we played them down there, we, we, they were really good games, uh, tight games, but we won in overtime twice. And I mean, to our credit, we found a way to win. That's part of, uh, managing games is trying to, you, know, you, you stay alive, you get to overtime, then you have a chance to come through. But I do think as the year went on, um, you know, the, the rookies that were—I mean, Suter was our first-line center for most of the year, and when he wasn't the first-line center, it was usually Kurochov, and and uh, then Kirby came back, and his—you know—he's twenty years old, so it's—it's it's hard. It's a hard league. You're you're going head to head with Barkov and Point, and uh, you know it's it, there's no rest, and so that's part of their development is is understanding how to be. Uh, go head-to-head with those guys every night. Obviously, some nights we were there and, and some nights we weren't, and that that's something we're getting through as a group.
3: Uh, Scott Powers of The Athletic cited a Blackhawk source that wondered if, if Jonathan Taves being out actually helped you. That it allowed you to assert your authority more and allowed you to to kind of uh, you didn't have anyone questioning anything in terms of the system or or anything involved in the younger players bought in i I think it sounds patently absurd, but he found someone mm-hmm. who said it to him
2: yeah, I mean Johnny's a huge part of our team and and uh, he does so many things for you on and off the ice we uh, We definitely miss them and uh, want you know hopefully. Uh, he's going to rejoin us next year. I, I think what it did is guys got opportunity that they wouldn't otherwise have had uh, potentially, and and they were forced. I mean, we just talked about going head to head with first line centers across across the division. Uh, he would have, you know, carried some of that load. I mean, I think it's it's good to share it. Uh, it's good to share the load, but it it you know obviously uh, they were they were put in those situations. It's going to help them develop. It's going to Hopefully, speed it up. Going through that, having that experience, uh, leadership-wise, I think you know some veteran guys who maybe hadn't uh, carried as much of that yet. They they stepped forward. Uh, obviously, like Caner, you know, of course, and Murph, and and uh, even you know young guys like Debrinket kind of stepped forward and did more. And and even even our rookies, you know, being forced to do more to to help prepare the team to play, prepare themselves to play, going. You know, having that experience when Taser does come back, it'll it'll I think benefit our group.
4: Jeremy, I thought Kevin Lankinen's season and goal kind of re- reflected the overall team's path in that there was a lot of hope early and a lot of reasons for optimism, and then he kind of hit a little bit of a wall and a lull. And so the end, he ended the season not the way that you might uh, have hoped. So you have you know Subban, you have Delia, you have Lincoln going into next season. Is it an open competition, and will do you think? Uh, would you welcome a veteran addition to the mix?
2: Yeah, we we're going to let it play out as far as performance. I think that's kind of that's how we entered the year as well. Um, Lankin and grabbed it, and so we wrote him, and and that's also part of we wanted to see how we would do with uh, with the grind and, and playing more of the starters workload as the season went on and uh you know so, sometimes he was fantastic and then other times he dropped off and that's part of part of developing players there's gonna they're gonna sometimes they're gonna succeed and sometimes they're gonna fail and that's how you improve um so but going forward i mean all three of them showed they can play at a level to help us win and uh, we got to we got to let that performance play out as far as adding someone. I mean, I think Stan's always trying to make the team better. Uh, it would have to make sense for the long term, and and you know I feel like we're all on the same page there as far as that being the goal to be an elite team long term.
3: You know, when we think about your uh, your goalies and their play, it seemed like. You you could use an experienced defender. You had a lot of inexperienced guys. You had a lot of uh, pairings that shifted around. Your depth was challenged, and there were some high danger chances allowed. Were there too many of those? And and did you need your goalie to kind of stand on his head a little bit in order to succeed?
2: Well, we we definitely want to improve defensively. That's you know that's important. I mean, you gotta if you're gonna win uh, big games, if you're gonna win in the playoffs. Uh, you know, we we got to be tighter and give up less. I think a lot of it is we need to spend more time in the offensive zone. Uh, we need to... When we win the puck back in D-zone, we need to get out. We need to get out clean. Um, drive the puck. Get through the neutral zone. Don't turn pucks over through the neutral zone. Drive the puck deep. Establish time in O-zone. Protect the puck down there. I think that's... That would really help us. Um, I think a lot of times when you when you turn the puck over or you don't get out from D zone, uh, that's when you're most exposed defensively, and you give up those really good chances. Uh, we we got to keep working at that. Obviously, as a group, we're gonna we're gonna you know, through the summer, and I mean during the season we we did too, trying to make little adjustments to help help our group have a little bit more success. Uh, we got to. We've got to keep on that path. Uh, we're going to have young guys developing. They're going to keep getting better. We had, as you said, uh, you know, three, four, three, four rookies in, uh, right. uh, on the D card any, any one time. And, uh, but with that is there's going to be, uh, breakdowns. So that's, that kind of goes without saying. But, uh, we're going to learn from it and we're going to, they're going to be better next year than we this year. If, you know, something comes up again that would help us long-term, then obviously Stan's going to look to do it, but uh, we'll let that play out.
4: Jeremy, we're all privileged to watch uh, Patrick Kane play hockey in Chicago, uh, but I thought when you watched Alex Debrinket this year, he was your best two-way player uh, throughout the course of the year, 32 goals in 52 games. How do you explain the major step I thought he took this year?
2: Yeah, he had an excellent season, and I think he had – he had an elite two-way season. Uh, his, his play away from the puck was excellent. Obviously, his production is easy to point to, uh, but a lot of that comes from how he plays away from it and his, you know, his pressure, his skating, his work ethic, his competitiveness. You know, we talk about winning battles. Like if you win a fifty-fifty, the next five, five ten seconds of your shift is typically positive. You know, if you lose one. Then you're defending. You're in D-zone. Uh, it's it's not as good, and he won a lot. And uh, you know, I think he's killing penalties now. And I thought he was excellent. Not only was he was he doing a good job keeping the puck out of our net, but he he was a threat going the other way. So very big positive, And and he's still he's he's a '97 born, and he's he show he looked like he could be well definitely a 40 goal score, but he was on pace for 50 this year. So um, that's very positive looking into the future.
3: Jeremy, thanks a ton. Great catching up with you. Really appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Stay easy.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.